Culture Podcast with Alaska, Curly Castro, and Zilla Rock. Yo, 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 with a guan, with the guan, with the guan, shabang, shablao, shabang. We are Call Out Culture. I am the one and only Curly Castro. I'm here with my co-hosts, Alaska and Zilla Rocker. Yeah, yeah. And we are shouting out to all our call out cultists, cultists out there, our Patreon subscribers, our general listeners, yeah. people throwing out their their Spotify rap lists and Spotify. What's that thing? That concert thing. So it's, it's all love out here. Yeah, that's ill. People getting to look at their numbers, looking at their metrics. It's a good time in hip hop. Um, so tonight, you know, pretty even topic. We haven't had just the three of us waxing poetic on some MC shit. Yeah. In a little while. So I figured it would be about time. And tonight I would like to talk about simple versus complex from an MC standpoint. And that could be taken many ways, but I have to start with a disclaimer. Okay. First off, listeners, just because you rhyme fast does not make it complex. In fact, a lot of speed rappers, the inverse is the actual reality. When you're rapping fast, you have to be rapped very simple because it is more pushed by vowel and tempo than it is about substance or even any style. Because once you start rapping fast, you are locked into a certain flow. Mm-hmm. And other um, other thing of note to, li- to understand why you listen to this episode, chopping is not necessarily rapping fast. Chopping is a style that came out on the West Coast, and it's just a cadence that you end up doing as you do your flow. Does not necessarily mean you're rapping fast. And then was, the that, first was that Midwest thing, or West Coast? I, I don't know the, the science. A, the a little bit of both, because there was chopping that started in the good life with a lot of Project Blow, a lot of them cats, uh, um, Volume 10, a lot of them cats really chopped. Um, Haku they tie when abstract rude and them really getting into freestyle fellowship, they'll be chopping. But then there's a lot of um there's a lot of speed rap slash chopping in the Midwest as far as like crucial can, conflict. Can you like can you and I'm not trying to make you rap on the spot, but like for, for people that aren't MCs listening, like what mm-hmm. what does that mean? Like sonically, you know what I mean? I just did it. So if you ever tried to do the thing and then you flow and then you chop and then there you go is. and then you need it and you know, so you kind of yeah, lock yeah. yourself in the flow, but then it gets it sounds like that. That's what mm-hmm. it's the chopping. You know what I'm saying? And that yeah. that's actually a style and a flex. Um people do that. Actually, um Tupac is a little bit of chopping it. It's some of that. You know what I'm saying? Right. So what really got me into this topic was um I heard about it's a bunch of things, but mainly like um I heard about how Black Star works back in the past and mm. in the present. Okay. And when they get into the studio, um most just goes off a of vibe. He's rapping already, he's coming up with hooks, he's writing already. A very natural, which can begat some simplistic outcomes. If you just go on off vibe, you just talk about <laughs> regular and let things come out. Quali, on the other hand, takes the beat, goes home with it, starts sciencing things out, doing the math as of what we call MC, and comes back with the verse later. Right. And as you can tell, it's filled with many references, punchlines, um, and different type of flow events, whereas like most is just there off the vibe. So then I thought there was this thing about simple versus complex within a lot of duos, and I will bring mm. those up as we go on, about duos that thrive 
with that dichotomy uh <laughs> dilated peoples run the jewels cali agents some people might even think outcasts just that that whole this is your style this is my nice right. and smooth Ooh. you know what i'm saying so we'll we'll, we'll, we'll get into that Dope. so first i want to start off though um do you consider yourself a complex or simple mc Either alaska um I think I'm simple. Okay. Honestly, like I, I used to be obsessed with complexity of style. Yeah. Um, and you know, I realized like a lot of that was just hiding the fact that I had nothing to say. <laughs> Same. Um, you know, like and I, I think that's a natural thing for like early MCs, right? Like yeah. you don't know what the fuck you want to say, you don't have like a vision yet of what you want to do for the most part. So you're like, all right what else can I do to stand out? Yeah, how can I so, impress? Right. Yeah, how can I impress? So it's like, it's style, different types of styles. You know, when you're young, the more complex your style, the more you think that you're killing it. And I think it's it's an important, an important part of the development of a rapper because when you are doing that, you learn what you're actually capable of with your yes. mouth. Yes. Right? So exactly. you, you learn all this stuff that you can do not necessarily that you should do, but that you can do. Yes. And then when you figure out what you want to say, those are things that you can incorporate in as little flourishes throughout to sort of like add to the, the texture of your verse. Right. Um, but I think I try to be complex in what I'm talking about, not necessarily hmm. in the way that it's delivered. Okay. Um, so I think like stylistically, I try to be more simple. Um because I feel like if there's something I feel like I have to say, I want to be able to get it across right. and I don't need to hide it in, in technique and flourishes and flashes. Indeed. I want to say cool. And I want to say fly. Right. But you know, I don't need to like, I don't, I don't need to like navel gaze and like, you know, just basically like mental masturbation. Right. Type shit. What it, so yeah, I, I think I think I'm a simple MC with complex ideas. Okay, uh, that's dope. So uh, I I agree with you, bro. Um, I think I think I'm, I think I'm very simple. Uh, I think I'm very direct and accessible. And I think it it's it was never intentional to go that route. I just feel like as as most great MCs have aged, um. I feel like you have less time to fuck around. You know what I mean? Like you've probably written a bunch of verses, albums, shows, going very complex and heavy. And I think when you're younger, you just have more time to deal that deal with all that shit. You know what I mean? Like you don't have a lot of responsibilities, or you don't have real things weighing on you, so you could really go out into the forest, like Alaska said, and mess around, and you know turn you know a 50 piece puzzle into a thousand piece puzzle you know what i mean like you have the time to, to fuck around with that and i think like i remember like remember when black thought um on, on do you want more he was doing like jazz he was doing scatting he was doing singing he was doing rhyming all hard and now he's just like hitting the snare saying but killer even, shit. but even within that i remember on do you want more i remember the moment i realized he just said that he wrote four bars and he's been repeating it about oh on lazy afternoon. Eight, lazy nine, afternoon, ten times. He's just yeah. saying it different. 
He says this it one a is lot. different. Right. And that's a that's a simple Electric relaxation from a tribe called Quest. You know, that's a simple, a simple idea, right? But a complex musical Execution. expression. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because the complexity is in how they're playing instruments and also how he's using his voice yes. by changing the voice every four bars. Right. Because on Illadelph, he's very technical. Yes. Him and Malik <laughs> are very yes. technical, sharp dudes, rapping, no fucking around. And then now when you listen to him, it's just straight killer shit. But it's he he puts complex references and things, but everything snaps into place and you know what's going on. As soon as he you're not going to be like, what was that? Huh? What was he? What are you talking about? Yeah. I don't really. So I think that's ill. I think so for me, I feel like and I'll say this, too. I think I think I'd, I don't get the level of critical and mass hysteria compared to the the people I'm, I'm in the mix with because my shit is so simple. Like, I don't get a lucid praise. I don't get shrapnel praise. I don't get any of these praise. And I love everybody. But I feel like because I don't, I don't, I don't create my work like that anymore, I feel like people like to go to Metal Long and I Told Bessie and Atheops and Church and all that because there's so many things to parse out on each listen. You know what I mean? My music is the first time you fucking hear it, there it is. It's right there. You know what I mean? And that's, and I used to write and hope people would solve the riddles and they didn't. You know what I mean? And then once I was just kind of like doing it because my life necessitated me doing things more directly, I got a very quick response and it's just been all, all like gathering steam since then. And I was like, okay, this is easier for me to do. My audience is into it. But like from a critical point of view, I don't make like critically acclaimed shit. Does that make sense? Like mm. Castro, you know, when I used to make critically acclaimed records, yeah, I, I did. I didn't get. I didn't get the engagement, the sales, the you know. I, I was. I critics liked me, but people didn't like me. Is that you know see what I'm saying? Like the, there wasn't a strong audience. Where now I feel like no critics like me like that, except for you know, Philip at at a band camp and like maybe a scratch vinyl. Shouts to uh, Chichi and them, and I'm probably forgetting people, but like I, I don't get any critical love or like dissection or you know outside like Dano, but but the people fuck with it now, you know what I mean? Which is really cool. But to go back to what I was saying, like more complex people get more devotees to work on the riddles, you know what I mean? Or or parse things out when there's a lot of density, and I like that shit. I think that shit is cool. So I think when I was doing that. It just it wasn't the right time, or or I wasn't that good at it. But uh, I think now, like, didn't go to Laska's point about taking complex ideas. Like I, you know, I I think my songs are like straightforward and funny, and I'll take something complex but make it like my version. That's very, you know, about like aging or like losing track with losing touch with friends or, you know, checking off all the boxes. And you're like, oh, I accomplished everything, and I still have to go to fucking work tomorrow. Like nothing really changed. So I think I think that's the balance. Um, but yeah, that's that's my thing. And then Castro, for you, I'm dying to hear what you say, actually. All right. Um, well, I had another question, but it seems like y'all yeah. kind of answered that. And that's how I'll phrase my answer. So the the next thing I wanted to get into, I was going to ask, and y'all seem to answer that. So listeners, just parse it that, you know, go back and parse it. So I was going to ask, did you have phases of both? Mm. And I feel like that was... Um, that was my expression. So when I first started, I was trying to be a complex individual. I want my intellect to show. I was in college. 
I wanted to use all of the big words that I was finding out. And I also was becoming fans of rappers that were multisyllabic and I wanted to follow in their footsteps. Right. As I kept going and trying to figure out a good flow, my desire to have a better flow led me mm. into pastures that were like, yo, I need to simplify this shit. Yeah. I need to take um, prepositional phrases out. I need to not be so direct. Um, I know how to write poems. I can use poetic license to get some of these things across mm -hmm. without having to, you know, I'm very, like, I, I, um, I had a very literary background in terms of my academia. I wrote a lot of papers. I had a lot of professors that were like on me. I know grammar Bibles. I have a comma Bible, like a whole Bible about how to use commas very intense so I was very like hardwired to get things grammatically correct to write certain sentence structures and stuff so when I was rapping I was doing that the same and I wanted to be complex at the same time I wanted to just you know just roll people over with my intellect basically and um that wasn't working that's right you know what I'm saying the shit sucks so I had to I had to parse a lot of these ideas down now my I guess my complexity so I did have phases and so I feel like now my complexity lies in my reference, you know, my reference table. I do, I, I reference a lot. And um, and you kind of have to like, you know, figure it out with what I'm talking about because right. I, I reference in such a casual way. Like if you don't know, you might miss it. Like, what did he say? What was he right. talking about? And so I feel like that's cool. And I'm also like, you know, I just, I've coined a certain um, poetic speech and cadence that you're going to just find in most of my joints. I just talk a certain way when I'm rapping. And I'm I'm confident in that, and I'm satisfied with that. So I'll just I'll just do it that way. And to me, I think that's, um, you know, like I think it's like a stable landing point or launch pad that I have. It's like it's more stable. Mm. Back in the day, it was like floating telekinetic rock and shit. You know, now mm. it's like a base with foundation that I could count on. That I can fall <laughs> back on when it comes to like delivering blades. So, you know, so I think I I had phases of both. You both mentioned that y'all seem to have had phases of both. And it seems like as we get older, as MCs, they're like, you know, honor the practice. We figure out how to say complex ideas in a simpler manner. And, it, and it's beneficial flow, um, yeah. content, um, as Zilla was talking about, fan base and, and reactions. But um, uh, yeah, but I also am very, now at this point, I'm very serious with my blade work. Like, I, I don't. I don't, it's not a lot of um, whimsy anymore. Like my stuff is really, I, I'm very complex with my editing. Mm. Very um, complex with my process. Uh, very much so. Yeah. Um, editing is wild important. Yeah. Yo, and, yeah. and what I wanted to add on to what you're saying about when you were younger, uh, about showing off the syntax and the historical pieces and the technique. I feel like when when we were younger artists it was and i'm de i was definitely guilty of this it's like we wanted people to be awed like be in awe of what i yeah. wrote mm. be in awe of all these things i could cram in there and now it's more like it's inclusive it's like yo be a part of this you know what i mean like you can catch on what i'm saying you know what i mean the hooks are there for you to repeat with me or the concepts are there for you to be like, oh, shit, like that happened to me, too. Versus when you're younger, it's like, no, 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 like there's a separation from you and me. Like I'm a real artist, you know what I mean? And I will carry myself in a way where like you will stand there and be in awe versus like, oh, yeah, like that same shit just happened to me 
four days ago, bro. I can't believe you just did a song about that. Or maybe, oh, you flipped him some shit. I remember hearing that song like 15 years ago. You flipped, oh, dope. I like, like, you're you're removing the barriers by being more direct or simple versus, like, you know, that, that you know, the, the hippity hoopla fucking Eminem shit that we, we always bag on. It's like, those people are in awe of this man. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, they all can't relate to the shit he's talking about. Some of them can, but it's not. His music isn't there when he's unless he's doing like you know, triumph the insult dog voice or some shit. Like, that's not there for you to be in the mix with him. Versus like, who Mike Jones? Who Mike Jones? You know what I mean? Like, that shit is like, yo, we're in the Mike Jones club. I'm in it. You're in like, it. Like, sometimes do it. Yeah. people don't want to. They want the effort to be a little bit uh, more layman. You know what I'm saying? They want a, something simple because they want to memorize it. They want yeah. us to be able to repeat it day after day. They want to be in the mix. When something has a complex bend to it, they feel like they, some people feel left out. Oh, I'm, yeah. not, I'm, right. not, I'm not doing that much mental gymnastics. I'm not doing, I, you know, I feel left out. So you know what? Okay. We're overwhelmed. This, I get with this. I can get with this. A, B, C, D, E, F. I can get with yeah. this. So you can get with this. My, 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 my kid, my eight-year-old kid, they pick it up. They can get with this. My grandma here, it's kind of catchy. You know what I'm saying? Catchiness always, um, you know, breeds community and stuff. Everybody. Yeah. Yes. But but I, I think when you're young, you don't necessarily have the perspective to see that. Right. Like we do now because I think, you know, we came through like errors where. I mean, at least speaking for myself, where it was like I was obsessed with complexity. Right. And like complex MCs and like I hated other shit, like like more like sort of straightforward shit. I hated it. Yeah. Well, like, wait, wait, let's get 20 to that. years. Let's get to that because I'll do this okay. and then we'll go into a break. Cause I, and you can kick it right off and keep going. Okay. With it. Is it better to be one or the other? Okay. Is it it's better definitely... to be one or the other? And because there was errors, right? So yeah. so there was like um too short West Coast successful. Straight mm-hmm. to the point, yep. storytelling. Straight to the point, even NWA and stuff. Straight Ice to the point, tea, man. Six in the morning. Straight to the point. Yeah. Then, then you had KRS, Rockem. Right. I'll be right back. Cool Keith. Right. You know, yeah. So, cat. Uh, oh, you ultramagnetic, ultramagnetic MCs. Right. Even the UMCs. Even Stetson Sonic. Right. Was like, yo, we, we you know, we we rap masters. Day-Law, we gonna master man. this rap shit. Hmm? Daylaw. Yeah, of course, of cool. course. In the late eighties. Then you have, oh, wait a second. What happened to having fun? This hip-hop used to be about fun. Then the puffy deluge comes. Right. A little bit more simple. Like Biggie was very simple. Right. Biggie was very simple, straightforward. Mace was very simple. Very sing-along things that you're going to catch after your first listen. There's something to be said. We do, we all make music. There's something to be said about mastering, making listeners get it on the first go. Right. It's catchy the first time. It's hypnotic the first time they hear it. That's a hit right there. Yeah. Some other joints take a little while for uh, multiple reasons, but sometimes a simple hit, first go, bang. You know DMX. what I'm saying? DMX. First time you hear it. No, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. No fluff. No, no extras. So like, well, you know what's era- crazy about Mace? As you just said his name, I was just listening to Harlem World randomly like a week ago, and Mace was so ill at that time because he and Cam and Big L. They had a very specific Harlem pattern of like three syllable lines. And but because the the content was so straightforward, you know, you know, I'm pulling chicks, I'm shooting motherfuckers up, I'm rich. 
it 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 belied how much technical work was happening in mm-hmm. their songs. You know what I mean? Same thing with Biggie. We've talked about Biggie a million times. Like Biggie bouncing and choosing between different patterns line to line and different things he would end on is actually like so unbelievably technical and fucking amazing, but it sounds effortless. You know what I mean? Because of the musicality. And he was so catchy. You know what I mean? Like, I just remember, like, all people, like, you know, you crew run, 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 you crew run, run. I know you sick of it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, just that's him. the group. And that's, that's what I'm saying. The yes. errors. And then the, then the backlash of that was the super underground. Yes. You know, company flowing, all of that, everything going crazy. And then the backlash of that was, all right, you know what? Fabulous is going to run shit. And then, you know, crack rap. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, fabulous, dipset, and all of that shit. Clips, right. Clips. And so it was like, these things, but so Alaska, yes, go. I, I would like you to start off with is it better to be one or the other, and why or why not? I mean, I think that's a subjective idea, okay. really. Like, yes, um, from my personal taste, I like a mix of the two, okay, right? Like, um, so wait, was Raz cast too much of one or the other? I like to use him, um, I thought Raz cast was too much complex. Okay. I, right, I think like he failed when he tried to dumb it down. There we go. Yeah. That's just that's just okay. yeah. that's, that's what I want to get into the dichotomies yeah. of this right. simple and complex. Yeah. So but but also like for me stylistically, like sort of similar to things that we've talked about, like quality like jamming too many words in. Right. Mm-hmm. Like Roscos always felt like he had one or two too many syllables. Yes. Feel like over the four and not in a cool yeah. way. Not in a cool no, way. No, not you know what I'm saying. Yeah, like in like in like when somebody like has a protest sign where it like starts with big block letters and they get really small because they haven't yeah they haven't they, they, they haven't um signed they, first of all oh they're not graffiti writers graffiti writers yeah. know the geometry yeah. and stuff but no I got twelve more letters and I got like only half an inch left yeah and exactly I, I took up the first the first half of the page with three letters three letters right. yeah yeah um so like but then like you look at somebody like Farrell Munch who okay. to me was better when he was complex. Ooh. You know, like when he was an organized, he yes. was a much better rapper to me, a much more interesting rapper than he has been as a solo artist. I would agree. Um, and that's pure complexity. Right. Um, so that you know, there cool. that mix cool. there, like freestyle fellowship is to me is like a perfect combination of the two. Right. There's there's a lot of substance there and there's a lot of complexity in the style. Mm. Yeah, the style is definitely yeah, the style is super complex, but like um I think as if you want a specific fan base of like diehard hip hop heads, probably complexity is better. Right. If you want, um, you know, sort of a more expanded fan base um, and people to actually gravitate to you because of your ideas. Right. Then I think the simple approach is better. But like, I mean, gun is I, in jail, but I mean, not saying that. Sorry, I didn't even mean to start like that. But like the cat gunner, I'm pushing P. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's come on, man. They came up with that over the kitchen counter. I'm yeah. pushing P. I'm pushing P. Push it. They yeah. say it over and over again. Now it's on stadiums. People will take the P. And um, I remember like here's another dichotomy one. Um, OPP. Yeah. Very technically advanced. Yo, stretch Yeah, you know yeah. me. You know what I mean? The Naughty by Nature shit where Tretch was so complex during the verse that no one quotes him to this day. Yeah. But no one hooks. just walks around doing but the, the hooks, hooks are anthems. Yeah. Yeah. Every hook is an anthem. Yeah. Or like like Andre. 
right? Like yeah. we talk about Andre a Perfect. ton in this podcast, but his best work is when he's simple. Really, just like really straightforward work. Yeah, like I, I was listening to the um the shit he did with Devin the Dude today. Uh doing my job. Yeah, yeah. Drop, drop and that one. Drop that in the mix, bro. The whole shit where he's like Dude, talking about running you? into the kids yeah. at the mall. Yeah. yeah. And like the whole verse is just about like yeah. yep. running into those kids, and big... then he ends it with them being like, Can you mention us in the yeah. verse? I don't see why not, Devin is the dude. Will we go? Yeah, so it's like yeah. to me, like that idea, well, like and the execution of that idea is super complex, but his rhyming on that's very simplistic. Oh, and the beginning of the song he talks about at the time of people stealing music. And he yeah. says, like, you know, you download it, we get charged for it. Like yeah. he breaks down the whole model of music falling apart. Then bumping into fans of his, they're like, we used to make love to me in so, high yeah, school, Z, and we used think? to smoke weed. No, Yeah, exact to mundo, but we just keep recording, and it ain't to get no condo. And candy Bentley fanning with no panties in Miami, and that cute little chick named Tammy that you took to the Grammy. See, we do it for that boy that graduated, that look you in your eyes real tough and say appreciate it. And that he wouldn't have made it if it wasn't for your CD number nine. And he's standing with his baby mama Kiki, and she crying, talking about that they used to get hot to me in hot school. And they used to make love to me in college, then they told me about their first day. Listening to my tunes and how he liked her fingernail polish I say hate to cut you off but I gotta go I wish you could tell me more but I'm off to the studio Gotta write tonight Hey, can you put us in your raps? I don't see why not Devin is the dude You gon' probably hear him talking by Rolling up another Swiss Listening to the beat again Drinking but with concentration um, My personal opinion I've noticed as a listener over time And me, you know, making more music than ever Which means I have to listen to a lot of music to be inspired is like i go back and listen to herb mcgruff you know what i mean i don't listen to deep puddle dynamics to get inspired period mm -hmm. like I, I listen to fucking uh easy e then i'll listen to uh dizzy rascal then i listen to like i'm always trying to learn i'm willing to find old records and like what's dope about it like listen to harlem world again then i'll listen to new shit you know like money bag yo or fucking uh yo Gotti. And seeing what people are doing now, Gibbs. But I don't sit there and be like, oh, man, I really want to go back to fucking polyrhythmatics. Like, no shots. But I'm not trying to do that because I'm not trying to, like, I'm not trying to create that. But also, like, that music to me just didn't stand the test of time, to be honest. You know what I mean? It's just, like, I'm not trying to go back and solve crossword puzzles and shit. You know what I mean? But I, I'll, 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 I'll do you one better. I'll play Advocate. I've listened to I Gave You Power every year since mm. And that's there's, there's, that's the epitome of complex. In but the, the but that, how he executed it's simple. How we how he how he this right. It's a complex idea, but I go last his point. Like, you know, he was like, you know, the abdomen is my dick, the barrel's a clip on circumcised. Like what he's saying is so horrific and visual. Even like when you're talking about Pharaoh with straight bullet. You know what I mean? Like those dudes make concepts that are just like you know what it is when you play that shit. And I, I think just like for me as a listener, I can't, I don't want to listen to like, it'd be like, like it'd be like listening to fucking like a seven minute, like alto sax solo. Like, I don't want to listen to that shit. You know what I mean? Like I can't in other genres. That's true for me too. Like, I don't want to hear a dude with a, you know, a four and a half minute guitar solo and all like it, even going down the black Sabbath um, rabbit hole with Alaskan gang this year. 
their songs have movements in them. You know what I mean? Like that shit is fucking incredible. Like, but it has got a groove. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That like locks you in, and it's got a banging riff. And then when when it takes you on a journey, you're going with them because it starts with simple. It was something simple. You know what I mean? Like Iron Man's the most fucking basic riff of all time. But then where they go with that shit is like next level, which is amazing. You know what I mean? So it's like it's not even just rap. I'm saying I just. I think I think what stands the test of time is like, how do you make a dent on people? And like you were saying, Castro, it's got to be like a low fee for admission. And then once they're in the door, then you could freak around and do right. something. You know what I mean? All right, I got something to that. All right, so my my opinion on this is, I'm in the era of intellect, so I think I like. I don't know if one is better than the other, but I there's the sense of fulfillment over complex rhymes and ideas. Uh, is 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 way more gratifying to me than just catching a simple song the first go around. I'm thinking of stuff as like a Rubik's cube, and you might have been determined to keep working on it. Like I like decoding elusive stuff. Like I right. like to figure out the Rubik. I like to do to do the cipher. And now as soon as once you break the code, because to me complexity is nothing but a veil. Right. And once you pull back the veil, then everything opens up. Once you understand where Aesop Rock is coming from, once you realize where he grew up. And you know what I'm saying? You start applying right. those things to 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 what is quote, quote unquote complex rhymes, then a lot of the stuff makes sense. You know what I'm saying? And it's not just a bunch of words. Um, you know, let's hit our um let's hit, uh just real quick, a yes. lot of times I would say that those artists are the exception to that rule. Okay. Um, you know, a lot of times once you peel back the the level of complexity, there really isn't anything. Yeah, there. the Emperor News clothes and shit. Yeah, you know, but like like you you brought up good examples of where that mix works really well. Right. Like Z was talking about in another episode about <clears throat> excuse me, figuring out the Sean P, you know, the math yeah. that he was doing. Yeah. And and it and it seems like real simple things, but if you break down the you know, the, the flow of it, you know, there's mm -hmm. there's a lot of things there's a lot of complex in the DNA of things is what I'm, right. is what I'm trying yeah. to say. Like I like I'm more impressed by people that are doing something so technically ill and crazy and next level you don't even know what's happening you just love the shit versus well, yeah like um the eminem bullshit you know what i mean well, like the right, merry-go-round eminem versus what is my joint on um the cool with lupe fiasco where the food is the gangsters oh that shit is nuts oh yeah uh yeah I, I, fuck's the name of that song i can't remember right now yeah. but i remember um like when i figured it out i'm like halfway through the song i said wait a second or when you when you when you when that jizz shit hits you, yeah, and you start recognizing the words mm -hmm. he's using, you yeah. know, some of it's real odd, but it's just like, oh, like I, I there's a real sense of fulfillment. Or even like the COD joint, the off the record when he just goes through yep. all the album titles and tells like this crime fucking story. It's amazing, yep. you know what I mean? But there's a I'll tell you what, and, and we'll go to break. Like there's this Eminem verse from the Eight Mile soundtrack. Um, it's just the album cut, and I, I I'll get that verse. I'll get out of the shower. And have this Eminem verses in my brain. It's like Eminem, Fifty, and Ob Trice, and the song is called "I Just Want to Love You." I just want to love you. And he says, "There's a certain mystique that I speak that you notice is sort of unique because you know it's me. My poetry's deep, and I'm still mad at the way I floated this beat. You can't sit still. It's like trying to smoke crack and go to sleep. I'm ill, just knowing any minute I could snap. I'm the epitome of what would happen if Bush rapped. Like that shit is crazy. You know what I mean? When he does that." 
where he's just like being cool. He's like, I bully these rappers so bad lyrically. It ain't even funny. It ain't even money. I ain't even hungry. It's just, he's just doing that type of shit is when I fuck with that guy. When it was, you know, like, shut the fuck up. Man. Nah, I only mess with M back in the days of Scam 2 or World Disorder. And he's like, at the end of this verse, I headbutt us both so hard that we... He said, I, at the end of the verse, I headbutt us both when we both pass out. Something like that. I headbutt us both till we I knock us both out. I headbutt us yeah. till I knock us both out. Like, he was just... Wow, the scary movie shit. I'm gonna throw when him he, down a flight he, of steps. I'm throwing his Achilles is when he got too technical, too technical. He sound as soon when he started just being so much a slave to his rhythm. Literally, he's one of those guys. He's just a slave to the rhythm, and you and like I said, he raps fast, so you think it's complex, but it's very right. simple. Cat hat bat the rat the bat and the deep hat. That, like, no, but you know what this too. Be, you're right because he's a slave to it. He and this is true to quality shit. When you're a slave to that type of rhythm or the, or that or that it's like a straight jacket you start doing things and contorting yourself in ways because you can't do anything else you know what i mean so when he does that he starts saying wackadoo nonsense because he's got to fill in 48 fucking lines in one pattern whereas yeah. like biggie because he would he was agile you know he was like barry sanders like going one way stop come back another way stop go through Versus Eminem being like, I can only do, I have to go down this this route one way all the time. Yeah. Or quality. Eminem's brain would would have snapped if he got the grinding beat. Oh, but it's just God. really lazy it's, shit though. Yeah, like right. it's lazy. Yeah. It's like I love. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's connect the dots. Hundred percent. Yeah. And that's why, yeah. like, I love Drake, bro, because Drake, Drake will when it, when it comes Drake to Drake just rapping. When this when this motherfucker raps. He does the biggie shit uh, in terms of, and even like Prime J, where he he stops and changes directions of where he wants to go while making it catchy and direct. So, and the way he delivers it, like you understand every word he's saying. There's no mystery. Everything is snapped in. But he's not like, okay, the flow I started 12 seconds in, I got to carry that through three minutes and 54 seconds. It ain't that shit. You know what I mean? He's and I, so when I study him, it's more like how he keeps it interesting during the course of a one long verse song, which he does every album, which is cool. But yeah, man. All right. Well, I'm, I'm chatting. I said real quick, but yeah, <laughs> let's, let's hit our first break. We'll be back. Call out culture. Simple <clears throat> verse complex. It's my, my, what's name? Uh, Shard. What's this shit called? Margaret. I mean, not her name. What the fuck? Martha Ray. Yeah. The Martha, Martha, no, Martha Stewart. Stewart. Yeah. Martha Shard. Yo, don't wait for me to leave the new album from me, Zilla Rocker, and Andrew. His album's groovy as hell, man. So it's like eating a bowl of ice cream for breakfast. Available now on 3 pistolcom We're doing vinyl pre-orders, tapes, and the cigarette flip-out paper box you haven't seen since 98. CDs. And we got everybody on this joint that you love. Alaska, Prim, Wally Clark, Brian Annals, Castro, Rich Jones, Teller Banks. Cuts by my man Marcus Pin. Yo, I love his record. I want you to hear it. Take all your troubles away. It's therapeutic like that, but in a non-corny way. So grab it now. Don't wait for me to leave Zilla Rocka and Andrew. $3pistol.com and streaming every Yo, Shablam. Shablam. We're going to have him on the pod sooner than later. Shadik, and we back. Call out culture. Mm. Call out cultists. Yes. Now we are going to discuss simple verse complex and how they exist in certain rap duos. Oh, 
Blackstar. I think I mentioned him to y'all earlier. Who did I mention? Run the Jewels. Started with Blackstar and then run the Jewels. Kid and play? Yes. Nice and smooth? Nice and smooth. Was uh, there that was there a dichotomy there between simple versus mm, complex? I mean, Greg Nice has the most simple flow of all time, which is great. Mm-hmm. So does Smooth B, though. But the, I, I, but, but Greg Nice was just saying a bunch of euphemisms over and over again. It was a, it was a commercial. Yeah. And where, where Smooth B was putting together like ill couplets and lines and stories and shit. We could use somebody else. Um, you said dilated, <laughs> dilated people. Yeah, I always felt Ev was very direct. Yes. Yeah, Ev was always very direct. Rocket, but I thought, I thought Rocket thought Rocket he was Irish way science. fucking deeper than he was. And yes. way more complex than he actually was. Hmm. Like, he was a simple dude dressed up in, like, complicated professor clothes or some shit. But he was also very simple. All right, what about... What about Co-Flow? <sighs> company Flow? Yeah. I was going to say Cali Agents, but Company Flow works. Wow. Um... Hmm. Yeah, J- Just was very more. It's funny because Just was way more direct back then. Yeah. And now, yes. Just is in another. He has Ooh. created a couple of galaxies. Yeah. And, he's and L is way more direct. And way, L is way, way more, more direct, direct because of the run the Yeah. More. That so verse on the on Hitler Ten is it's crazy. It's crazy. That that and heavy water on Ethiopes. He's heavy just... water is crazy. Yeah. So yeah, what do we think about that? Let's talk about that. I, I think it's great in a group. Like, when I was in my first rap group, my partner was, like, on some Slum Village shit. Like, he really, really loved Slum Village. And I, he, I fucking hated Slum Village at the time. Because I was very, again, being awe of me. Because I listen to Can Ox. And, you know, I like Elzai. Oh, I don't like no Cannibal Ox. There you go. So, I think they're a great example, too. Like Yeah, that's it, what I think. Cannibal yeah, Ox. Like, speak like, on Vast, we talked about them a million times on the show. Like our biggest episode for a long time was the Canox episode. Got run that up. Um, Vast, Vast was so shockingly poignant in his simplicity, and he had he had the lines people were quoting all the time. You know, that chalky outline on the ground as a father figure. You know what I mean? Like everyone would say that shit. You know what I mean? But their Um, whole dynamic, their whole aesthetic, their whole universe, their whole planet was created by was Fordham. Yeah. Vordal, right? And so Vordal have, you know, trapped in a vein, cold, trying to escape loads. You know what I mean? Just like my shell, mechanical sh- foul ghost. Just like but, hitting you. Yeah, we gotta say that. So, something I think about with both Canox and Co-Flow, like, they did have a, a sort of dichotomy like that, but like the the one that was perceived as more simple sort of brought the overall product more towards the center. Right. But if yeah. you were to take the more simple, like the supposedly more simple style artist right. out of that group and put them into another group, they would be the wildly complex artist. Ah, wow. Right? That's you know what I'm saying? Like just just as wildly complex. Yes. Yes. Um, and vast was maybe stylistically a little more simple. Right. But the way that he was putting words together at that time was complex. All right, sure. then wh- who falls into the um who falls into the identities when it comes to SA Smash? Oh I think Metro was like you see? Like cause 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 Metro could get there and then yeah. Camu was like Camu just was coming just... with some real just emotional shit, but it was really just simple and emotional shit. 
you know. Yeah. But then he, but he also had said very, what he said. You know? Yeah, he said what he said. Yeah. Here's one for you, clips, because I I was playing the Pusha T album again. And Malice okay, so I used to, I used to love Malice. How Malice was direct. He was like a big brother. I'm just gonna tell you. Yeah. I'm not right. gonna I'm not gonna mince it. I'm not gonna make it like poetic in the sense you don't get what I'm saying. No, I'm the big brother. I'm supposed to teach you these lessons. Right. Mm-hmm. Following me, I'm setting the example. So I gotta tell it to you like that. Like his joints was so straight about what you know what was on the counter when his grandma left the room like yeah you know what i'm saying whereas pusha t was like you know i'm the fly one yes yeah you know what i'm saying so i i i gotta i gotta push it had more leeway to style out yes and be flashy and funny and catchy and brash whereas malice is always like don't fuck with me this is what the verse is about don't don't end up like me don't go through this if you do, yeah. this is what happened. Whereas Push is like, it was a cautionary tale. Yeah, Push is like, you're fucking broke. Ha ha ha. Look at my watch. You're a bum. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, you know, like, like Malice would name drop luxury shit as a means of like setting up what was happening mm-hmm. versus Push it being like, I embellish. All right. I got wealth. a conglomerate that I want y'all to apply. This. Slaughterhouse. <laughs> no. Um, G unit. Oh. First gen. Oh. I'm not really familiar with G. Fifty Cent, yeah, yo, Banks, Banks. yeah, Banks was yeah. very complex. Yes, because he was yeah, a I mean, he was a bar spitter. I never like I, as I met in Z's like um, blind side or blind spot tweet. Right, like the whole mixtape era was like a, a big blind spot for me. So here's the thing: that's that's something we could talk about in the sense that like Fifty Cent would mastering the simplicity. He was <laughs> never gonna take you too far off of a vocabulary clip. I got the magic. It was stick. never gonna take, but it was just it, it just worked. I was listening to his other stuff, some I stuff of his the magic. other day. I was like, it's pretty quotable. He didn't really say nothing. But even when he would try to like, like um, swing swords like he man, like when he would try to like get yeah. rough with it, yeah. it still would just be kind of just a simple way to do it. You know what I'm saying? Yes. But but I remember those songs like um you know um uh what was it called? The um, what up, blood? What up, gangster? Like he's really rapping, you know what I'm saying? But it's yeah, it's just the simplest expression of it, but it works. But you know what it is with yeah, him still very because simple. because he truly, at his core, is like not an artist at all. Okay, he, he ran out of ammo quick, but he he learned how to be a songwriter and a hit maker. But he doesn't we're have anything to, to say. Yes, we're gonna after the to first that. album, it was just it was just like empty rhetoric, and then the beats. The beats weren't matching the times. The hooks weren't matching the times, and he got buried because that's all he could hang his hat on. Is I'm a hit maker, and it's he like was a well, great songwriter though. Yeah, yeah the, oh, the songs are. I mean, the hooks and all that shit were amazing. The bridge, he he gave you like a full piece, whether yeah. you liked it or not. You know what I mean? It was yeah. real yeah. songs. Like Ti was like that. Ti gave you full, full fucking records. Yeah, yep. which I think is you know very much lacking at times now from people. But I think I think within June to go back to your question, it was like. 50 was he was just like the personality guy like how jim jones is the personality guy in dipset you know what i mean he's okay. like I'm, I'm the guy that you kind of look up to you're kind of afraid of you know if i wear the wrong thing you're gonna roast me you know what i mean but they would hand it off to like the spitters so like cam was a spitter in dipset you know or like Hellrell was a spitter banks is a spitter yayo was like the guy you're like carrying along because he's your boy but he's not that good when yayo first popped and i'm not gonna let you disparage him he was nasty with it it was him and banks they were like the the rottweilers and 50 was holding the chains 
Yayo, I used to root for Yayo like a mug when he first dropped, when it was early on. Oh, like Predicate joint, Felon? Black Snow, Predi- before Predicate Felon. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like the he stuff he did with did Danny Brown. Before that, when they were really dropping a lot of... If you go back to their first... Well, that's uh, Hawaiian 50 Cent, Yeah, yeah, Hawaiian Soul, excuse me. 50, yeah. 50 Cent runs the rules of the world and all those those mixtapes yeah. and things of that nature. He was really holding his own. But again, remember, they went, they went to... A, so they simplified their approach. Eight yeah. bar versus hook. Eight bar versus hook. We ain't going to play around with 16 bar, 30 bars. No, you got eight bars back to the hook. And and in those little punches and pockets, Yale was just as much a star as Banks was back then. Yeah, like I, th- I always thought Banks was, I mean, Yale was good in small doses, like really good. Yeah, eight you know bar I mean? verses, man. That's it. Nobody's done it since. And then, and then Young Buck was just like, that. he was he was the secret code to me. Yeah, he was like a, just a, like one of those motor mouth rappers. He could just go, <sighs> you know, he had he had night that all that flavor with his right. shit. A lot of flavor. Yeah. And, and to go flavor back to your will thing, take you far. Oh, yeah. And and that's why to go back to the thing about Black Star. Like most has I mean, I don't know how you want to rank it numbers, but he has at least like a top ten all time voice. No one talks about his voice. His voice <laughs> is fucking amazing. His flow is fucking amazing. Yeah. And he's got so much he's got so much charisma and charm and power that he doesn't he doesn't need to say a whole hell of a lot, but he does. That's what, ma- what makes it even more. Like, when they were on SNL and you they, you saw his lyrics behind him. Yeah. And I was like, bro, how do, you, how do you do all that while writing like this? Yeah. Like, there's so much happening that's incredible. And then when Kwali comes on, like you said, it, it does sound like this dude sat home, you know, by candlelight with, with, a, with a quill pen. You know what I mean? With iamic pentameters lined up with, with a ruler figuring out how to formulate it all versus like most is like more effort natural yeah it's more natural while he's also carrying a lot of substance all right what about voice. the daylight mcs <sighs> is there a dichotomy or are they both simply complex <laughs> hmm. what y'all think about that? i think i think it, i think it's like an album by album basis yeah I, I would say, I mean, Posse News is probably more complex. But he's the most quotable. He is. Which is ill. But, yeah, he's the most direct, whereas, like, Posse News is definitely the most coded. Like, a lot of his stuff is hitting code, but he hits the, yeah, melody. he hits the melodies. It's, well, he he, he, he kind of goes back to what you were saying about, like, the intellectual. Yes. Castro, like, you know, like, the artist that Every time you listen to him, you're picking up something new. Yes, right. Like he's that type of complex. Like he might not be like flipping. Not, he might not be like E rule complex. Okay, but okay. he's, you know, he's complex in his ideas and his execution. And his execution, yeah. yeah. So it's like he's complex in that what he does, nobody else can do. Nobody. Yeah, I, I, the way he he twists the meaning of a verb. And a subject yeah. and a noun. That's that's the key. If you really want to get into the science of dub, look at what he does with nouns, verbs, and subjects, and he moves them around. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And then he has an unexpected uh, flow where it doesn't hit where you think it's gonna hit. It might hit later. It might hit before, but it's gonna hit. And it take it catches you off guard. So then you you know you're off balance. He keeps you off balance, which I love. And you know what I love about them? You can only rap that way by writing shit down. Of yeah. course. Like yeah. how how they see words and then fuck with the arrangement of words and then 
how certain words have words inside of them, and then they'll pull that word inside yeah, of a word, and then yep. they it's so complicated, but it sounds fun and like inside jokes. Again, that's what I was saying. Like it's so innovative, you're not you could just rock with it and you know play you could just play break at dawn and not realize like you know oh, the that's the fun, the one, you know what i mean like that, that shit is, is so crazy. complex of rap, of rap. Yeah. that is so complex and high end of rap and it's ill when when um i i don't i'm i'm hearing there about the genius the one online but then i like when the mc sit there and actually go through their lyrics when you hear an mc explain a complex lyric to me it's it's like oh you know, it's like the day glasses, you know, right. They live glasses like, oh, you know, and then everything just kind of falls into place sometimes when you might just need that one little um, rubric, that one keystone in the beginning of something. Right. And yeah. some people, you know, they're complex or so complex. They're not going to explain anything. Um, POS, there's a lot of like, I don't know what he's saying sometimes. And I like POS. <laughs> right. <clears throat> and he was, um, you know what I'm saying? So anyway, sorry. sorry. No, there's that one. um clip on pitchfork from a few years back where, where jid breaks down andre's verse on chunky fire mm. from um equemini mm. and he says like he, he's like when he's when he's breaking down andre shit as a person who grew up in atlanta of that time and his dad playing like outcast for him and him saying you know when he says like um <laughs> The beginning of the song where uh where Andre goes, he's like, um, he says he says something about, you know, he says something about like brothers ain't got Nathaniel. You know, he's getting mm -hmm. jacked like Daniels. And so JID's like, My man, my dad used to always say, Man, I ain't got Nathan, I ain't got Nathaniel. Got you know what I mean? He's like, My dad used to say that. And then when he says like he but he misinterprets when Andre says brothers getting jacked like Daniels. He doesn't realize it's like Jack the drink, Daniels. Jack Daniels. Yeah. He goes, you know, I don't want to say this, but it sounds like a, that's a white guy's name, like Daniel. Like you, you're a white guy in my hood. You're getting jacked because you're Daniel. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like he <laughs> <flipped it down. laughs> there's, there's the power in that to let, let the listeners take it. Right. Like I remember yeah. with Outcast, I didn't know the longest with Headland and Delo meant. I didn't know that oh, was I like a block forever. Headland and Delo, no. and I was like, what? What? So I saw that documentary. Yep. And then I actually. Know. They mentioned yeah, it. It's yeah, in um what's, what's the Blue Blood episode on Atlanta. That's where the yeah. funeral, the funeral parlor is where um, <clears throat> Blue Blood's funeral on that episode of Atlanta. It's at Headland and Delo. Yes. So on that course, that so, but but like but the way that sounds is so head Headland and Delo. Like there's yep. there's musicality to that phrase. Yeah. You could just play with it. Two you know what I mean? I'm trying to think of other duos like you were saying. What about artifacts? Man, oh, rest in peace, team. Yo, rest. In, I think I think L was always like the more straightforward, like yeah, powerful yeah. voice. Yep. And then Tame was just. Whew. Yeah. I was I was playing um I was playing both their albums after Tame passed, and it's like, you could flip a coin between Wrong Side of the Tracks and That's Them. You could be like, this one is the absolute fucking epitome of late '90s East Coast rap. No, no, no. This one is the epitome. Yeah. Like it, it is, it is like fresh out of a book, and being like, here's what it sounds like if you did a study on East Coast rap. It's these albums. Apply the formula to um, Arm and Him. Huh. I think Woods is really direct, and I think people, but his his some of his references are really, you know, like, his content is wildly complex. Right, and he's, but then he he gives you like the Aesop Rock payoff moments. Where he says something very simple and funny and direct to kind of shake you out of 
talking about like genocidal leaders and <laughs> Tolstoy, and, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? mean like when he has that line, was it? It's on Rome where he talks about Steph Curry, like light skin brothers chucking threes. I wish him the best. I wish him like, the best. That's the fucking <laughs> you know shit. I'm saying. Were like, you even Woods, with that shit Woods, Woods will surprise you and just in a rhyme will say, you know, step on a crack, break your mother's back. Like he'll say that stuff. Right. Yeah. Like it's, you'll be like, oh shit, you know. But it's like, why did you say that? Because it's just it's familiar. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of familiarity in his lyrics, even though he's taking you to a whole nother planet with the reference. Yeah. What's the song where he goes? But it also helps to bring that man. back into yes. like yep. the the like the the wild the wildness of his ideas. It helps bring them back into like the real world. Yes. Right. Right. Well, not the right. real world, but into like sort of common everyday life. Yeah. Yep. I'm still a common man. Yeah. I know. I'm right. yeah. well read. I, I know all of these things about history. But yeah. hey, man, I, he said he said sometimes he said. Um, cause even, even Brian Ennels mentions that it, but Woods and them both have mentioned something like that's not revolution. That's just, you know, black guy paying the rent. Like that's <laughs> just, that's just, you're just paying the rent. When he says like, the, what does he say? The, the future wasn't flying cars as Rachel Dolezal. Yeah. Absolved. The future's not flying cars. <laughs> it's Rachel Dolezal. Absolved. Like that's the, like, that's so good, but he's funny. The same way, like Rock Morrissey's funny when he, but they say it in a very like deliberate fashion where they're not laughing. It's but like it's George is, Carlin funny. It's the same. Yeah, thing. that is that acerbic, acidic, or like Stephen like, Wright. You know what I mean? It's like you know, very, splash, splash, uh, you know, acid to the face. <laughs> that knows. that type of funny. But that whole every verse he's ever spit, Woods will say a country or leader. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck this is. I don't know what you're talking about right here. You know what I mean? But I'm like, I'm with it. But I bet you, if you sit there and ask people, he has the ability to make a lot of his listeners or any listener go look something up. Well, who's this person? Right. You know, you'll go do research right yeah. after you pause the song. You know, and that's what I was saying. Whether I'm not sure we kept it for the show or cut it, but it's like that's that's why it's good for his Spotify plays. You know what I mean? Like you want to keep running that back and decipher the shit. Is it was a lucid on this type of equation? I think I think a lucid has always been because you know when I first heard him in Lessendary, he didn't sound fucking anything like all those dudes. You know, Rob Cave shouts yeah, to him and, and Tanya Morgan and Shea Grand. Um, he was always very. I was always kind of like, why? I didn't understand why he was with them. And now there's a diss. I'm like, he's just a different animal from all they were. I, th- I just always thought they were kind of like really cool dudes whereas he always had like a mystique and mystery about him to me you know what I mean? even back then and so I, I think he's i think his music he he picks sounds and vibes that match where he wants to go you know what i mean like he'll pick a very weird distorted noisy beat and then the shit is a, a heavy cryptic song you know what i mean or he'll pick like a soulful straightforward warm joint to talk about something that he aches for from his past, you know, when it's like his grandmother or, you know, his a certain you know thing he did with his parents. So I think like when you get to like the heavier, weirder pieces of music, the song, the 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 rhyme and and style follows suit. You know what I mean? When he wants to be more direct, he has those type of beats. Whereas I think Woods is always like, it doesn't matter how weird or direct the beats are, Woods is gonna give you like the best fucking rapping. Regardless, you know what I mean. Whereas El- Elucid, he takes he takes things off like jackets in a closet. Like this is my satin jacket. This is my cardigan. You know what I mean. This is my pea coat. This is my fur coat. This is my windbreaker. 
hound's tooth as he says himself yeah like the hound he's he could do he's like stylistic i mean he's been small pros like number one mc for fucking years and it makes sense because small pro likes every kind of style and rap and sound and sample like it's a that chameleon master right. type shit <laughs> like a wide range was it the dog jesus no, I think Alaska, anything to add? Uh, no, I mean, I think you guys hit it. Okay, let's do another yeah. break. And then when we come back, we're going to get into some of our favorites of both qualifications, complex and simple. Cool. Call-out culture. Greetings, call-out culture listeners. What if I told you that there was an album out right now that featured over 20 of your favorite rappers going in on beats made entirely from flipping punk rock samples? What if I told you that album included rappers like Ace Cannons, Def C, Prem Rock, Teller Banks, AJ Swade, Curly Castro, Fatboy Sharif, Lord Jones Scorsese, Nicey Mouse, Brian Annals, Alex Ludovico, Billa Camp, King Micah the Infamous, Dome Peace, Rapswell, Bobby Noble, Love Ulysses, Alaska, Zilla Rocka, Andrew, and Jesse the Tree. Well, this is Jason Griff, and I made that fucking album. It's called Fireside Chats 2. And furthermore, what if I told you you'd get 10% off that fucking album with the discount code CALLOUT? Because you got impeccable taste, and you listen to call-out culture. So tap in with us at Insubordinate Records. Get yourself a fucking digital download, a compact disc, a cassette. You can even get a fucking ashtray. And you can save a couple bucks as you listen to call-out culture. We are Call Out Culture. Couture. Call Out Couture. Call Out Couture. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Y'all know what it is. Call right, Out Couturier for my Flyers fans. After a wonderful and invigorating break where Z was allowed to apply more alcohol to his excuse to drink. Well, I have in a week. It's always left over. I have so much booze in my house. It's unbelievable. So, hey, I have so, now, see, see, Alaska. Not only you don't want that booze to go. You don't want that booze to spoil. The one that we don't want yeah. it to expire yeah. and evaporate. I haven't had any. I usually don't have any. So, see, I, I called it Zilla. You're saying everything I told Alaska. I don't. I don't. I don't go out of my way to buy beer. Or if I have it, it's for a reason. It's an event, and then I'm just sitting around like, all right, I guess I'll fucking drink it every day. So I have Miller Lite left over. I got hard cider left over. I have a lot of wine, and then um, I still have a couple hard seltzers, which I would I would typically do the hard seltzer to be honest with you guys. But no one else going to drink this Martha Stewart short. <laughs> Martha short. Not going to drink itself. Not going to drink itself. Mm. All right. Oh, so we back, and I want my we gentleman back. to regale me with your favorite complex. MC and your favorite simple MC. Hmm. My favorite time. complex MC is Dose One. Ah, it's a good pick. He has Dose. He's he's never been direct. He's never been simple. Put out like fucking thirty projects. Um, he's got the new one with that dude Mestizo. I gotta check Alpha. Um, he does. Yep. Yeah, he he's a person. I'm I'm just when I said about being in awe of. I've just been in awe for so many years. You know what I mean? But like when I study his shit, I'll go for his hooks. Like he's he's really good at doing very melodic hooks and fucking with his voice. But 
in terms of rapping and writing and flowing, like I can't touch that shit. Like he's he's somebody I just I just marvel at. Shouts to those. Alaska. So complex. I don't know if people consider him complex, but I consider this era of him complex. Um Ghostface from Wu Tang Forever through Supreme Clientele. Oh yeah, the best nice paper. Yep. Yeah. I mean that's to me that's like what I'm looking for is the epitome of an MC and like what I was saying earlier about like hardcore rap fans will love that shit. Like if you ask like more like sort of traditional rap fans, they all love Iron Man. Yeah. Watch yourself. And the the obsessives love Supreme Clientele. I would agree because I fall into that. Yeah, I I mean, I I love Iron Man too, but there's something about like this era of Ghost that's like hits everything that I love about rap music. Oh yeah, Iron Man is that 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 leap I like from first player to like Mm -hmm. um, all star. So like, that's when he figured everything out. Because even on yeah, you know, on on the first Wu joint, he's just really just muscle memory, rapping in the park type shit. But then Iron Man is like, okay. My man has solidified his MC identity, and then you know Supreme clientele. He, you know, he he turned into a you know solar flare, which is a lot yeah, different. Yeah, yeah, I agree. All right, I'm going to bring somebody off for the beaten path. Maybe not if I really sussed out, but I think he is up there with my um, fa- um co- most favorite complex MCs. Like, is a uh, gift the guy. Mm, mm. That's a really good one. The uh, Paragraph rap, the the one the the ones about chemicals, then his storytelling, David like G. he really went there and he was very technical with his um with his delivery. And then all of them quantum cats, lyrics born, lyrics, mm-hmm. like they all had a certain very style that was rooted in some complex DNA, and then they all went different ways with it. But I remember Gift the Gab really just used to always just impress me with the, with the way that cat was able to rap. Even so through his um, even through his his um his, his medical afflictions, like he, he got big, right. he got small, he was still rapping like a motherfucker, like just a unstoppable yeah. rhino type rapper, rhino in a in a rhino in a crystal shop. I used to love his shit. So I thought you were gonna say J Live. Um, J Live would be my would fall into my simple, yeah, hmm. because J Live is is my man of my main inspirations for me simplifying my flow. When I, when I when I realized he was doing like A B B A and the certain patterns he would pick, well, he would do like A C A C, no A C A D, A C A D. Oh, he would do like A C C D B B B D D D, and then come back A C. Like those type of matchup, you know. If anybody can understand what I'm saying, like the way he was he was where the rhymes would fall and giving himself like a whole nother four, but he was doing it in such a simple way. J Live would be like in the, my simple category. I don't know if he'd be my pick, but definitely that's what okay. I'm but yeah. best simple favorite yeah, simple rapper. Simple, favorite simple rapper. Oh man, simple. Who's my favorite simple rapper? I'll I'll go. This is not definitive. I'm just thinking about it because we we mentioned Wu. I'm gonna go Method Man. <laughs> Method, Method okay. Man is like. Even now, he's he's actually like gotten more complex and and how he phrases things. But I always thought the brilliance of Meth was he was simple and he was doing like nursery rhyme shit on Method Man, and then he was like doing the Riddler. Like he's, I I really love what he brought to the clan. And then on his solo shit, obviously it's like a very mixed bag. But 
Um, I think he's like, he puts flow first, always, you know, voice first, always. And then everything <laughs> goes underneath that. And then when he wants to be complex, like his verse on like Diesel, he can do that shit. You know what I mean? Like he's, mm-hmm. he can hang with, you know, Ghostface and Ray and all those dudes and Master Kill and Kappa. Um, but he's always been like unbelievably memorable from the fucking very beginning, you know, always. And I think he's just, he's a person where I, you know, I tried to really like, I remember when I was, when I was making 96 mentality and I was like studying a lot of Capadonna. And then as time went on, I was studying like 95, 96 method man, like post to Cal when he was doing like a lot of hooks and a lot of features and he would, and even like Wu Tang, I think like Wu Tang Forever Met the Man is like really one of the greatest fucking guys to ever rap. Mm. Like he is incredible on that shit. Yeah, he is. Like, and he does, he does that, he does that shit on like, um, as high as Wu Tang get, where he's like, Takao gotta hold on ya, doing exactly what the fuck a marijuana. This brother nasty, deep in a dirty dungeon, fucking loving the way these rhymes keep coming. Ah, just splash ya, get your head piece fracture. Like, he just was hitting pockets. And then he would do that shit like you're saying, Castro, with J Live, where he would have A, B, B, C, C, A, B, A, A. Like he, if you break down his rhymes, and he yeah. bro- he talked about how he wrote it like that. He does yeah. that shit on Bring the Pain, where he was like, you know, um, brothers Madfish, brothers Madfish, accepted in your in, in your cross color flows are crossed over. Think I'm totally crossed out and crisscross. Boss brothers get tossed to the side, and I'm the dark side of the force. Of course, it's the method. Man from the Wu-Tang Clan. And I'll be hectic. Coming for the headpiece. Protect it. Protect it. You know what I mean? It goes, everything keeps going backwards. Yeah. He talked about, like, how he would write like that. Again, like, how do I shine amongst all these dudes? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because he was just more like a natural charisma dude. So, yeah. I'm yeah. going method, man. Alaska, you need more time? Because I got mine. Um, no, I can go. All right. Um, Nori. Oh, yeah. Great pick. Great, Great pick. Yeah. I just... You know, Nori's style is so matter of fact and just like, it's oh, like rhyming. a funny oh, dude. I'm rapping. Oh, I just thought I was just telling Alaska. you. Story. I thought I was just did, cracking did jokes know? on the corner. Yeah. Alaska, did you know he yeah. didn't even drink like that? He's, he's so crack. He's so crack, yeah. <laughs> His pops was a boxer. I love my pops. <laughs> he was a well, boxer Nori's. god and he was really was hard. Yeah, just the the, the um, epitome of enthusiasm. Yeah, he's just the best. There, what, with with, a, with a knife in his hand and a smile. Yeah, it's N O R E. I might stab you. Within, I might stab you in the party. Like whatever. Yeah, grab you, money tag you. Like he's just he's rip the dog yeah. tags off you. <laughs> he said, "Put the bogey out in your face. Now your face. Now your face. The asteroid face. Can't stay out of my way." <laughs> All right, I got one. Um, and it's not, and it's because, you know, he knows I look up to him. So there's a lot of, um, I will say he's simply complex. And that is Quelle Chris. Oh, God, he's it's so quotable. You could, you could quote his joint, yeah. And Quelle Chris is one of those cats you get at first listen. First listen. Like his, his, yeah. his verse on Chicken Rones, like that's about being a pig, like in the snout. You know, oh my god! On on the atheos when he says that's all cap in all caps at the same time. 
He's nasty with it. He's so ill, man. He's so, so good. Nasty with what what do you say? Right. What's the one line he says on Sunny on the Vec Spencer Heights? Like, been hip hop since Pearl Jam was called Mookie Blaylock. <laughs> <laughs> and then what's the line that my I said on the show before? Oh, I'll, I'll pull up what he says on eighty six witness. Oh my god. Oh Gwale. Oh my god, what I got I gotta pull up his line on eighty six. Yeah, his sorry, style guys. is impeccable, but it's just like you're gonna get it right here. He'll even take he'll pause his flows, you know what I'm saying, to get some shit off. I love it, yo. He's he's just styles like a motherfucker, like at all yeah. times. Living while, while giving you like style. heartbreaking shit, sad shit, yep. funny shit. You know what I mean? He's I gotta fight. Hold on. I we I I've I've spit this shit before on the show. Where where's the shit? On Latoya Jackson, yo, hold on there, man. Like this is this is the best. This is the shit that makes me fucking happy. Yo, shouts to Quelly. I really love this dude. I'm glad you brought him up. When he says, um, he says, "Bro, your whole life's a letdown. Your dogs call you a bitch. Bitches don't call you. Rats call you a snitch. Snitches call you connect. Your baby mom's a street bum who still calls collect." <laughs> Perfect, yeah. All right, then what about when um, simplicity gets out of hand? And that's like group home. Um, well, see, here's the thing with group home. This is what separates group home, I think, from Nori. When you're simple and funny, you win. Yeah. Group home is never funny. Never. No. Mm -hmm. It was always like, yo, I see him in the park. It's after dark. I bite him like a shark. I think so smart. Like, that doesn't. Yeah. What about like Guru? Oh, Who's like man, there you go. Rest in peace. That's a great. I I, I I love Guru, but he is sort of very sim simplex. Very that. simple. Very but straightforward. He has a he has the voice that adds like heft to his words. But it's like he can get away with I'm sitting on the couch. I'm getting yeah. on the couch. She's letting me out. Walking down the stairs, I ain't even care. Like he can get yeah. away with that Ugh. shit. Yeah, I mean, he he does have like com some complexity of ideas in his stuff. Yeah, which yeah. helps, but like st stylistically, it's painfully simple. Uh, very true. Like, where's Nori on a on a song called Full Mode, which is like my favorite shit ever? He goes, "If all dogs go to he heaven, yo, and if that's so, let's shoot dog tomorrow, yo. Let's see if he go like that." <laughs> He's talking about if all dogs go to heaven. Like, this is the stupidest fucking movie. All right, so then that leads us to our final <laughs> segment of the uh, broadcast, and that is what makes for a better song? Simple. What ap what application um, leads you to better songwriting, plural, and what, you know, making better songs in the world? When I think, you pull I think... up a complex song, there's something there. So, what? I mean, but you got to look at, like, so somebody like Breeze Bruin, right? Okay. <sighs> Oof, my God. He's incredibly complex on every level mm -hmm. i mean I, I guess to an extent like his style is simple in that like his rhyme schemes are very planned out okay right, right. like but he does things in rhyme schemes and his delivery allows him to do this that I've never seen anybody else do where it's like you can't get away you're rhyming a word eight bars apart mm. And it makes sense. Yeah, it falls. Like I, I've never, I've tried doing that, and it's like it gets lost. Yeah, you fall off like, the track. Yeah, you have fall to... off the track, and like the the rhyme, like it doesn't make any sense in the way it's said. Like, so I don't know how he does it. Um, but that that dude is like 
makes amazing songs. Yes. So I, but there's a certain I, I, style of his songs that become amazing. They're not. You wouldn't. Yeah. I, I wouldn't compare Breeze Bruin's song to Hypnotize per se. Right. Like no. They, no. Definitely they, not. They, definitely. They, they work in different. They work in different ways. They do. You get what I'm yeah. Saying. So yeah. They right. do. But but I think Biggie, like Biggie, definitely had to be a complex rapper at one point because he knows how words work together. Right. Yes. And right. I and I don't think you could do that if you're simple. Yeah, I agree. Right. Like, you know, like you understand the musicality of words when you have a complex yep. style. And if you can simplify that and harness it, yes. And, use and it harness it. Yes. Then, yep. then that is like really where the magic comes from. Yeah. I think like, you know, somebody like Nori doesn't have that. Or mm -hmm. like, um, you know, Lil Wayne at the height of his power. Yeah. He was saying some of the simplest, but catchy as shit. The no yeah, G of lasagna. He, that was there. Yeah. That, yeah. you get what I'm, that was there since Real the 80s. Real G's moving silence like lasagna. That You get what I'm yeah. saying? That idea and that line, that's been around since the 80s in terms of somebody, yeah. anybody could have been able to say that, but no, he did. He did, yeah. You know what I'm saying? He like, pulled it out. And then that's and that, and that's big enough to building off the biggie line of G's moving silence. And it, yeah, it was true. there. So it wasn't there as long as I'm Sam Scott. It was there since the 90s since Biggie said it. That line was there. Yeah. There, out there in the ethers. And he snatched it. Yeah. What about somebody like uh, Nasir? Really? What about him? <laughs> I mean, like, you know. Um, I mean, I don't as, know. As a songwriter in, in, in the simple. Uh, I mean, I, I think I think he's, like, like I tweeted a few weeks back and listened to King Disease 3. I mean, I think at this stage of his career now, he's unbelievable when he's like a historian. And okay. talking about like New York in the eighties and nineties, like in a very vivid, incredible way. Um, I think any, anything outside of that, he's just like I said on our one shot on Patreon. He's just aggressively competent. He's just competent, you know. Like yeah. he doesn't. He's very traditionalist him. in his style. Yes, he's very traditionalist now of that era. Yeah, he's right. Yeah, but even back then, he was very traditional. Yeah, I mean, like he's been holding on to it since then. He was he style. was the son of Rakim. Yeah. Right. And G -Rap. Right, you know, so yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. um I didn't pivot pivot to somebody like uh Aesop Rocky. Yeah, like Aesop, he was gonna be my pick for you know most complex, but I feel like he's gotten more simple over time. But he's he's always subverted like the rhyming words. He's always put words together no one else has ever put together, ever. <laughs> and and it should be corny as fuck, but he makes it fit because he does because like Woods, I think, borrows that from him where who takes you down a labyrinth path and then hit you with something fresh and simple and like B-Boy. You know what I mean? Like very direct with a payoff to be like, I know it's weird, but trust me, at the end, you're going to be like, oh, shit, you know. Um, I, I think the biggest payoff, though, of, of this of this whole idea, especially us being MCs, is the line you didn't think of, but you knew. Right. Yeah. That's the familiarity. Like, oh man, you know what I'm saying? It was there. That's what I'm saying. Like with that line, it was there. Some things I say, I think Pusha T says, it, that stuff is there. But yeah. then somebody else says it, and then that's when you you apply the brilliance to it. Because well, anytime that I feel like I hear somebody say something that I could have said, I don't know. I just be like, all right, you know, I, I feel like I'm in an echelon, but like with my thoughts of that level in terms of like writing rhymes, and I hear somebody else say something that I would have said, I, I'm 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 pretty impressed with that. And I, I yeah, that's, you know that's the execution of what what we're talking about. Yeah, I think like um, like 
people it, what, what most what what's an underrated aspect of the most successful rappers of all time is clarity and being able to understand and hear them and digest it like right away so like jay-z having that flow work for him you know what i mean yeah. like you understood right away you know, i'm from the school of the hard knocks we must not let outside is vital lighter block and butt shots yeah. don't have to pump and get real jiggy uh-uh yeah. so yeah. But he was he was able to get to that from being the complex rapper. Right, yes, right. The original right? because you know, like the original flavor shit, like a really good rip shit. That didn't work for him mm-hmm. that much. Yeah. Yeah. But you right. see the you see the early formation of that style in there. You definitely see the evolution right. from the jazz old yeah. to the original flavor stuff to yeah. he slowed it all the way to hell down, dead yeah. president. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um somebody like uh DMX. Who surprised me with his songwriting as he went? Yeah, surprised the hell out of me what he was able to conjure with his, you know, um, pretty standard vocabulary. I was gonna say basic, but just standard. Yeah, and just to put things, but that's where that relatability comes from. That's where that 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 fan worship, like people love X because I'm him. I rap. If I were to rap, I'd rap like DMX. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, straightforward to the point. You know, out the straightforward. Yeah, he didn't have to. He he was able to channel everything through the tools he had, right? And he had flow. Yeah, he had flow, and he had the voice as well. Yeah, but he had flow. The way he the way he said things, there was there was that flow to it. But his his flow. I was gonna say there have been like hundreds of raspy voice MCs. Like you think like what you want nine. Yeah, yeah, and like something about X's voice, like sort of. He's burst a pain. out it's, from it's that not crowd. just raspy it's just it's pain pain yeah and, it's pain and, and, it's and like energy aggression right energy yep. yeah like like meth, meth always had a raspy voice but he never had the aggression no it's not an aggressive no. dude you know what i mean he never yeah. has been i mean look at him now no i think i think what x it's like x is a great example where shit was so direct and, and i felt like i stopped liking him because he got more and more and more basic to where i was able to always Predict, predict the rhyme and words yeah. and i was like and, and at that point i was getting i was rhyming and i was getting very very complex and trying to be complex and you know be killer army and fucking death jokes and all that but i looked at it i was like looking down on him you know what i mean where it's like but his style came from like writing i don't know how he wrote but that's not that's not a technical writer you know what i mean like, that is like get it out of me and make it flow and him talk about like run yeah. up and bat like his shit was like battle crowd ready because you could time. you could catch and digest it right away and it's catchy as fuck All right, yeah. wh- when you first heard chuck d did you think it was complex i did at first i didn't even have the understanding of that when i first heard chuck d Word. but i was actually gonna i was considering him for my simple mc yeah, because he definitely would just come face to he your was, face yeah. in the face, like you know, it was just yeah, it was all right there. But it was just like, but he was. In, I think there was the last thing I was just saying. He, I want you to run with it. I think there was the lack of knowledge to knowing he was an older MC, so he knew a lot more things than yeah. people in his peers. So when he would say things, there was a lot more heft and research I had to do. Like, oh, what's that? I don't know about yeah. that. Yet. Yeah, okay. but but I also think when he came out. He probably was complex to an extent, but then that's what the flavor, flavor, simplicity helps them. Yeah, rope right. everybody in. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, like I mean, he he came out like the first record was like '86, right? 
yeah, yeah. letting but letting Flav finish your rhyme, no yeah. matter how complex you start what it is, you know, yeah, yeah. Boy, you know, that's gonna always just yeah. ground it. That's the grounding yeah. of the lightning. It's the grounding right of it, yeah. And that's that's a duo right there because Flav rapped yeah. just as much. That's a duo yeah. where Flav was just in, in your face, you know, the um tomfoolery at times, but just the the uh, the, the the hype man and it very simple yeah. that he had where but when know, but when he would rap though, he was a little more complex. Yep. Yep. Yeah, like Nine One One is a joke. Cole Lamb. Nine One One joke. Cole Lamb. Songs. Yeah. Wow. They, so they very, very much. That's a dichotomic, dichotomic yeah. duo that we almost missed speaking. Dichotomic yeah. duo. Unless dichotomic I would say duo. real quick to his tribe. We didn't really go into them, but mm. I think there's a little evenness to tribe. Again, we do know that Fife had the quotables, whereas yeah. um, Q-Tip was a vibe. Q-tip but I feel like vibe, yeah. they both yeah. were simple in their own ways. If you, yeah. I, I never, I yeah. never really applied complexity to to tribe. Yeah, like I, I remember, I remember like same straightforward way as drunk Jungle Brothers. Yeah, like I remember Andre said he was like he was like Q-Tip was my favorite rapper ever. You know, he changed my life and Native Tongues. He was like it threw me off when he would call himself the abstract because I thought he was the most like relatable guy I'd ever heard. Right, I thought yeah. he was abstract because he called himself the abstract. And he right. would say kind of yeah. quirky Abstract, words. Yeah. He would say quirky yeah. words. You know, he would say words that necessarily yeah. didn't fit in it. Lyrically, <laughs> it, Mario Andretti on the it's the, uh, it's, like it's the blueprint for who's the best MC, Biggie, Jay Z, or Nas. Yeah, you tell people. It's right? not, it's actually, yeah, it's not something you actually are, but right. you say it enough, people start thinking it's the truth. He used yeah. a lot of, to me, I always thought Tip used a lot of words around edges. He didn't come with like cutting mm. words. You're right. 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 Like, right. Landed softly. It's like soil you plant. Yes. Yeah. Like I, but I, that's why I loved him on Hot Sex. Where you at? To all the brothers with the phone. I'm the undercover brother. Dump your hoe in the trunk. Save all the sad songs at the tearjerkers. Brother, step back. It's the rapping with that worker. fucking mask. Yeah. Yeah. Yo. Crazy. I love it, yo. That's one of my. I love that mask. And I heard. I remember hearing myths about that his face was cut up, and that's why. Yeah. From by, uh, no, he did get fucked up. Yeah, fucked uh, up by uh, Rex and Effect. Rex and Effect. Ah, there it is. So yeah, yeah so yeah. see, I, when I was in New York and hearing it, it was his face was got all sliced up, but I didn't know. He yeah, was just beat up. When he, when he said, he um, said, it was that line. He said, he's like, you're just another MC on the law, a link on the chain. He says something. I come with hype lyrics while yours are mundane. Like no one was saying mundane. But I, I do go <laughs> challenge our listeners to go listen to Shifi MCs. That's some really hard Tribe Called Quest. It's like a B-side out there. Just look it up. It's on YouTube. Shefe MCs. S-H-E dot F-E dot MCs. And you'll hear some really hardcore Tribe Called Quest rapping. You might even hear Jerome. I did um, crumpling a up Tribe Deep season. Dive over the summer. Yeah. And when we do our episode about MCs who are bad at talking about sex. Yeah. Oh, Q-Tip is going Q-tip on that is there. Oh. Really? Oh, I mean, come on, he's, got, he's got a line. I want to pound the Putang till it stinks. I want to pound a Putang okay. till it stinks. He oh, did yeah. say, but that. he's he's yeah. a gentleman. How he goes about it? <sighs> no, he's gross, man. Just go back and listen. He's disgusting. It's, it's Queens, bro. It's something in the Queens water, bro. Yeah. Him, Bronson, Nas, G Rap, they're all real LL. Bad. LL's wild with it. Fuck Elusive. Yeah. Elusive. Well, Elusive is good at it, but like, yo, he of... talks about eating pussy more than more than like Kevin Gates. Like he, said, I slept, he goes I crazy. my tongue in the home. I think that's some, some new shit I heard. Yeah, he slid my tongue. <laughs> in the home. He said, that, like, "I slid my tongue into home." Yo, shouts to gutter, but wow, that's it's it's Kevin Gates level. Suck my of, dick and tell me I'm beautiful. That's yeah, how he started a rap recently. Yeah, I eat too much pussy to be a. What's he say? I eat too to much. Be a roster. Yeah, I eat too, too much, much pussy to be a roster. roster. 
Yeah, All right, I think we have covered. Well, I can't really top that. Shouts to Gutter. Yeah, oh, we're, we're good. <laughs> we we have filled the gullet. Yeah. And um, you know, we can keep the conversation going on Twitter. <laughs> we filled something. Something's filled. And if y'all want to keep on about simple and complex MCs, you know, but the moral of the story, we love both. We love the in-between. We love oh, people yeah. that could do either or duos. Look, look deep into the DNA of duos. They're usually broken up or set yeah. up in a simple versus complex dichotomic oh my God. MC dynamic. Yeah, got a new one for you. DDD. Dichotomic DED. Dichotomic MC dynamic. You're that's for you, Zilla. Thank you so much. I'm gonna write it down and email it to you. Action item. And we are call our culture. Subscribe to our Patreon. Follow us on Twitter. Give us comments. Rate our shit on iTunes. Please, please. And please. yeah, we haven't looked at that in a long time. Nah, we, we're not really caught up yeah. in analytics. We just like to just give the people what they need and then they give us what I want. You know? <laughs> but yeah, thank y'all for listening again. Yeah. Always. You know, it's call our culture. Shabam. It's Shablau. And Got it's a couple Shabam. good episodes coming up to wrap up this year. Yes. Yeah. So stay tuned. Got a one shot to we just did, Alaska just did a one shot on Patreon about um the movie Barbarian. Oh, yeah. Why he thinks it sucks fucking dick. Don't give it away. Don't let let people find out for themselves. Um and, and so yeah, just we did a use records on Grand Agent. Use records, that's a weekend yeah. show I do at my leisure. And then uh we just did the Grand Agent episode, man. I want everybody to go listen to Grand Agent. That's all I want. Yeah. Go listen to Grand Agent. So there you go. That's all, all right. Got. That's what cool. we got. Finding all, all right. call out culture. Check y'all later. Yo, real quick, Big R and SD tweeted, Nas raps like a Jersey Mike sandwich on that 21 Savage collabo. I'm about to watch this.